0: Perhaps I thought that creative play was gone That wonder, whimsy, and magic were dead Those were the lies that my mind would tell But my heart knew better The child of my youth was tucked in there And when the world became too much, it cried out It said, I want to come out and play You need me, and I can come back Let me help you find your way To make your lungs breathe sweet air again and your heart beat in loving time. Turn away your mind from uneasy thoughts. And so I listened. I picked up pen and paper and wrote my living rhymes, jumped into wordplay and broke the rules that would confine closed the door on doubt and worry while my spirit opened up to delight in the mystery of it all I found my creative soul still inside myself longing to come out and play I found that my own company was good that I had something to say So I built from nothingness and found a bountiful spirit to energize every corner of my life. And my new life whispered, This is good. You are yourself again. Enjoy it for a while. Today I'm talking about what we know as children. That play and creativity are the building blocks of a joyful soul, and that these impulses live inside us, waiting to be unleashed through creative flow. Today we'll explore what creative flow is, how it works, and why we need it. And today we'll leave judgment and fear behind as we tap into our inner knowing and listen to our truth. Welcome to Let the Verse Flow, a show that takes you on a creative journey to inspire your personal growth. I'm your host, Jill Hodge, a business writer by day, a poet, music lover, and journal enthusiast all the other times. Part performance art, part self-help, this show is unique. So let me show you rather than tell you. But first, please note, The opinions I express here are my own and not a substitute for professional help. If you need someone to talk to, please reach out to a mental health professional. Now, sit back and relax and listen to my reflections from the bright side of the beat. So what is flow? What do we mean when we say we have entered into a flow state? Flow is a state of being where we fully engage our thinking and attention on an activity that brings us a feeling of enjoyment and fulfillment. It's that feeling of getting lost in something, losing track of time because your mind and your body and your senses are fully engaged. You are focused and immersed in an activity that challenges you in just the right way. And there's a balance between your skills And how difficult the task is, so you feel satisfied with your efforts. I often talk about flow as it relates to creative art based activities. You know, creative flow activities such as writing or playing music, maybe painting, woodworking, photography. But flow can be achieved in a bunch of other activities too, like sports or while working or solving problems at work. And you can also enter flow when you are cooking or gardening, doing hobbies that really you, you love and that you find really engrossing. So places where you concentrate and feel positively absorbed by the activity. So creative flow is a flow state that arises from creative activities. And what's wonderful about creative flow states is that you we usually come up with new ideas and there's this innovation. And innovation is energizing, it's exciting, and it feels good. Also, originality and an expression of new combinations or possibilities can come from creative flow. Ideas seem limitless as our energy focuses on the vast realm of possibilities and we stop thinking about limiting factors. Negativity is pushed aside because the creative activity is so engaging and so Representative of our best efforts and our thoughts and our talents, that there's almost a dreamlike quality to the experience. We can dream and play with many different concepts, ideas, and outcomes. Why do we want to get into a flow state? Because it feels good. Think about the last time you did something that was a perfect match for your skill, maybe a little bit harder than your skill level, but the challenge felt good. And it held your attention and made you lose track of time. It's a wonderful feeling to be totally engrossed in an activity. There's also a feeling of losing consciousness. You know, you aren't troubled or taxed with self-awareness because your mind is exploring elsewhere. Those little worries or anxious feelings kind of fade into the background because you are busy doing something that lets you lose yourself. And at the same time, you feel a sense of control, a sense of mastery, which is empowering. You know, you get a sense of joy from the activity, the doing, and not necessarily just the outcome. How liberating is creative flow? Do you remember when you were a child at play, maybe losing yourself for hours at a time with your toys I'm dating myself here, but for me, it was pixie, pick up sticks, it was jacks, maybe Lincoln logs, and finger painting. And play is a natural way for children to experience flow. And our natural curiosity and playfulness helps us get into a flow state more readily. I think as we get older, we have more difficulty focusing our concentration on play because it requires us to release our inhibitions and our self-consciousness and be free enough to really enjoy playful activities. Here's a poem about a child's wisdom. It's about the joy we find in our world of play, what we lose along the way. The yearning to take up play again as we age, if we are lucky, we get another chance at play. This poem is called, What a Child Knows. There was a time when playing was good, loop-de-loops and slippery slides, when upside down made life big and wide, when fingers were magic, slick with paint, when tea sets and teddy bears had names and estates. There was a time when talking in the air was good, when stories were told and notions were real, when characters were named when silly and solitary were serious games, when talking to yourself was child's play. The years tick on, the field of life changes, and we let go of magical stairs to nowhere, nonsensical thoughts filled with wonder and dare, color and music and tents made of sheets, But where do they go? Do they die off and take us with them? No, they nestle deep in the chest, they pull up the covers to rest their tiny heads, until we grow weary and long for the past, until we see value from acres of grass, until we have fits of laughter and spin our tales of happily ever after. We need snow. We need escape hatches and theatrical show. We need music and dance and work with our hands. We need creative flow and states of trance. A time to let go we really should. It is now and it is good. When we are young, we know that magic and wonder and stories are good. That gobs of paint and cookie crumbs, skateboards and magic doors are escape hatches. They're escapes from reality. And we have time to explore, to test, to dream. And our creativity is so rich, it feels like it might burst at the seams. But as years go by, we get bogged down by responsibility and new life stages and... That's part of most of our plans. But we don't have to give up on all of the whimsy and play. We don't have to give up on theater or dance or working with our hands. We can return to those things. We can make time for those things. We can enjoy losing ourselves in those things. And that's what creative flow is all about. It's about losing yourself to find yourself. It's about engaging in an activity that suits your particular skills and talents so well that you become one with the activity. You are one with the paint. You're one with the keyboard, one with the hammer, one with the camera. And being one with something that creates beauty is deeply satisfying. In those moments we realize we wanna go on living, that we wanna express our particular talents and ideas and notions that we can dream and make beautiful things, that we can reconnect with our inner child and give our inner world what it most desires. More than anything, I think creative flow is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to get engrossed in something that frees your very soul. Yes, this is deep stuff because we may have buried that soul under tons of responsibility blankets. We may have told that soul that we don't have time for frivolous things. We may have told that soul that it doesn't matter when this person or that project needs us. And we may have lied to ourselves about what our soul wants or scared it off with notions that we weren't good enough. But if we suspend those judgments, the shoulds and responsibilities for just a few moments, maybe 30 minutes to start, we can find ourselves. We can reconnect with ourselves. And we deserve that. And it will feed everything else in our lives. So here's the Rocky music coming on strong. We are channeling Rocky Balboa as we prepare to devote some serious time to our creative spirit. Yeah. Let's bring out the Rocky in us. We need just 30 solid minutes of creative time. You can do this. You can carve out this time. Who's with me? Put yourself back on your to-do list and stick with this creative time block. I promise the rewards will be thrilling. The rewards will have you feeling wonder. You will feel free. And then like magic, you will create something new. It will feed your soul. These 30 minutes will give you back years. So let's get our Rocky on. Time to make something that only you can make. Something made only in the way that you can make it. Let's go. So I hope you're pumped up now. Here are just five little steps. It's my short roadmap for carving out that 30-minute block of time to engage your creative project to get you into flow. It may not be a project yet. It may be just a small feeling, a notion, a hint of an idea. That's okay, let's go. Step one, we set an intention. Don't get tripped up on the word intention. It just means that you make a decision and clearly direct your mind to a specific purpose. Intentions help direct your actions and your thoughts. And your intention here might be to devote 30 minutes to working on a creative project. You might also guide yourself to think about these 30 minutes as playful me time, because when I say project, I mean it in the sense that you are working to create something. And this creative act should mean a lot to you. You'll know what it is if you listen carefully. Your mind will tell you what to work on. And while creative activities are playful and fun, they are also work. They require commitment and consistency to take shape. There's a practice here. So set an intention to devote 30 minutes to a creative activity. That's step one. Step two is to schedule it. Put this time on your calendar and protect it from the rest of your to-do list. This me time is essential to your livelihood to your creative spirit, to your needs, and your unique way of expressing yourself. Start to think about it as a non-negotiable need. You engage in creativity for at least 30 minutes, at least a few times per week without question. So step two is to schedule it, and then step three is to ready your space. This step is really fun you know, get your supplies, your materials and creative space sort of set up to reflect how you like to work and what excites your senses. Right now I have a podcast studio of sorts set up in my daughter's bedroom. She's away at college. So I've created this like creative nook in her room and I'm surrounded by my podcasting equipment, my mic, and my computers and all that. And then I have her little army of like childhood lovies. Um, there's a little gorilla and, you know, there's a SpongeBob and they comfort me in her absence. They're just like a little bit of her kind of in the corner and around me. And then there are tons of books to inspire me. And this is my space for creative expression. When I come here, I know I will be opening myself up to new ideas, to innovation and freedom, freedom of expression. How exhilarating is that? especially as you get older and you have so many responsibilities, isn't it nice to know that there's a little space that allows you freedom of expression? You set the rules here. So step three is to set up a space, get your environment right. And step four is to reflect. After your creative sessions are over, reflect on them. What did you just do? What did you create? How did you move forward? Did you get into creative flow? How did it feel? This reflection increases your awareness of how important this creative time is to you. And it creates a sort of peaceful home and like a facilitating like environment that you will want to return to again and again. So step four is to reflect. And we're here at the last step. Step five is to repeat steps one to four. Don't overthink it, please don't beat yourself up when you don't get to it, but bring yourself back to your creative space, mentally and physically. Sometimes creative work doesn't come easily, and all those days you just move through the process and release judgment about the outcome. Some days we don't create something worth keeping. You know, we don't get into creative flow, uh, but we do set an intention for creativity And that creative mojo will return on another day if we keep repeating this process. Also, please reach out to me and let me know how these creative sessions are going. If you'd like to create while um, listening to music, then head over to the Let the Verse Flow YouTube channel and listen to one of my music video playlists. I make music playlists for each season because a good beat, um, you know, a catchy melody, a moody rift and now and then they can help us cultivate creativity so see the show notes for a link to my latest music playlist and check it out lastly i want to let you know that i've been recording some affirmation meditations to accompany some of the topics in this podcast several listeners reached out to me to tell me that they thought my voice was soothing and would be perfect for creating meditation episodes and i've heard you and i'm i'm honored that you find comfort in my voice i really am Um, I've been meditating in my own way for a few years, sort of off and on. Um, I was attending Buddhist meditation classes for about a year before COVID, and I've started writing some of my own meditations based on my studies, and now I'll be sharing them with you. So in the coming weeks, I'll release some short bonus affirmation meditation episodes on the topics we've been exploring. If you haven't already, Follow the show on whatever app you're listening on so you will get notifications when these new bonus episodes drop. For all my journalers out there, you can also cultivate mindfulness and set intentions for your creative growth and practice by writing about it. If you don't journal, you can simply use these prompts to guide your thinking about creative flow. Here are some journal prompts to awaken your childlike spirit as you explore creative flow first prompt which creative activities did you enjoy as a child did you give them up as you got older and do you want them back and why prompt number two write about a creative activity that you want to reintroduce in your life and then devote 30 minutes to that activity aim for at least three times per week then write about how it felt to engage in that activity And prompt number three, what do you notice about yourself and your feelings and your mindset when you engage in creative flow activities? I hope that reawakening your childlike spirit in creative play or developing a new creative pastime allows you to experience periods of creative flow. We deserve the joyful break that it can bring to our stressful lives. May you find your own path to creative flow as you stay on the bright side of the beat. Thanks for listening. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And speaking of subscribing, head over to lettheverseflow.com and subscribe to my companion newsletter, the Me Time Mixtape. This free newsletter offers three essential, hand-curated links to creative self care tips, tools and strategies that you can use today to help put yourself back on your to do list. The podcast inspires while the me time mixtape tools help you put things into action. Check it out. The me time mixtape at lettheverseflow.com. I'll see you next time. Don't forget to stay on the bright side of the